0: Hey, what's going on? This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, and we are proud to be at the 2017 Brew for a Cure event held at The Well in Brooklyn, New York. The event consists of 34 homebrews, 16 sponsors, and one really amazing cause. In this event, homebrewers and local breweries are working together to help raise money for St. Jude's Children's Cancer Research Hospital. The event today is an open-style homebrew competition consisting of judges' votes, people's choice, and more. Along with the awesome homebrew, there's, there's local breweries pouring their beer as well, such as Vortega, Big Alice, KCBC, just to name a few. There's going to be raffles, games, cool prizes, and basically all the proceeds from this event will be donated to charity. Beer judges for today's competition include Cat Martinez, owner and head brewer of Lineup. Cat is a certified BJCP judge, and she's appeared on the show a few episodes back when we were actually here at The Well. Uh, Steve Walamo is a certified BJCP judge from Brooklyn Brew Shop. Ben Williams is an assistant brewer at KCBC and Chris Kuzmi is owner and head brewer at uh, Fifth Hammer Brewery in Long Island City, Queens. Um, Just like to take a quick moment to talk about St. Jude's. St. Jude's is leading the way the world understands, treats and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. The mission of St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is to advance cures and means of prevention for pediatric catastrophic diseases through research and treatment. Consistent with the vision of their founder, Danny Thomas, no child is denied treatment based on race, religion, or a family's ability to pay. When Danny Thomas opened the doors of St. Jude in 1962, his dream was that no child should die in the dawn of life. So this is a really great cause. BTBT is very, very happy to hear to be here, and actually we've got a full squad today, gentlemen. Introduce yourself, please. Yeah, uh, this is Jay Pitts. Happy to be back. Thank you for having me, Peter. Oh, absolutely, man. So glad that you're here. And uh, Perry, say hello to the fans. Yeah, back to the back to the grind. 'Cause
1: you know we all we all hate drinking great beer, especially yes. in the sun on a great day in
0: Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, it is a beautiful day here in Brooklyn. The sun is shining and as I mentioned we are at the well, two seventy two Mezzerl Street in Brooklyn, New York. Officially, well well, I mean technically Williamsburg on that border though. You say that that a Williamsburg Bushwick border. It's that border. It's yeah. that border. That's true, that's true. And, you know, the well is a bar, public house, performance space with about 60 drafts on tap. They're open seven days a week. Basically, they're an alcoholic's paradise. It's housed in the former historic Hiddleman Brewery building uh, for you history buffs out there, which was erected in 1867. And we are currently in their adjacent space that they have, which is 1,100 square feet. That's what we're sitting in right now. Sun is shining. Beers are flowing. Guys, um, yeah, man. So let's talk about some of the beers we've uh, we've had. All so right. I, we, we we started with the sours. Yeah. So so we're kind of doing this in like a four
2: and four and four or five, kind of like heat. And so yeah, this break, is our second. Down. <laughs> this is our second um heat. Um, I will say so our first heat was um the sours and and my favorite that we had was what was called peaches. Um, um what is it? Peaches in a can. Yeah. Peaches um, in a can. Yes. Who was who that? Uh, who who was that from? I wanna. I want to
0: get that out here. Um, Peaches come from a can. That was a Wild Ale Six Percent, a blended golden ale aged on peaches with a bit of apricot. Okay. And uh, I I agree that that was my favorite. Um, That was my favorite as well. We had a few, but uh, that one definitely stood out. Uh, Not just from the sours, but just from all the beers that we've had so far. For me personally, that one has been my favorite. Yeah, it
1: was a tart bomb with a lot of good fruit blend. Like it just had the right vibe. If you like sours, and you can stand that kind of puckering action, really can't beat that kind of quality. Basically, so far today.
0: And uh, we we also had by Alex uh, Bitterman the Least Aways, which is a 5.5% Wild Ale with Galaxy Denali and Hibiscus. That was uh, wasn't bad. Yeah, right. it
1: was it was a really decent pale ale with a, a nice hop blend. But he even admitted it wasn't quite as sour as he was going for, but
0: it was definitely doing a good job. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was enjoyable. It, it, it certainly was.
2: I, I also liked uh, the Kentucky Common um, that we had and, and me being a neophyte at drinking or at, at, at you know, craft beers. Um, that was a style of beer that I wasn't familiar with before coming
0: to this event.
2: Um, but, 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 but I, I did enjoy uh, that beer. Who, who was
0: that from? That was Alex Califf. Alex actually hopped onto the show a couple of episodes back for the Beer in the Gardens second annual Beer in the Gardens event in Forest Hills. Mm-hmm. He's a very talented home brewer. Uh, there's many talented home brewers here tonight, but I really enjoy what Alex is doing, and that was the Sour Kentucky Common coming in at 5.2%. Uh, I like that one as well. I like that one as well. How about yeah. you, Perry?
1: For me, it had a bit of a spiciness to it that I thought degraded from the sour, but... It wasn't bad overall
0: there we go and then we also had by uh r miller and d martin the wanderer number seven which was a sour pale ale coming in at 5.5 percent fermented with pineapple coconut and lactose um for me personally that one was really sweet more so than sour it was yeah. very heavy on the pineapple almost syrupy yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was
1: like an ipa where you just kind of poured the juice in and cool idea just didn't really come out
0: yeah i i would agree
2: um I'd agree. I don't have anything else to say. I think you guys said all that I want to say about that. All right, all right. Well, well, let's say like let, before before we get into the other. Let, let's say I'm. Um, what well, was Peaches your guys' favorite out of that group? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say Peaches was the most um, balanced, well done. I mean, everything you're looking for a sour, this beer had. I really enjoyed it. I, um, it, it really was one of those beers where, you know. You walk into a brewery and, and you you know that, that that's the type of sour you're looking for. So I have a lot of praise for this beer. I, I thought it was really well done, mm-hmm. and certainly tasty. I'm not the biggest sour fan, but uh, I do appreciate this beer.
2: Yeah, I'll say that I like um, very tart um, beers, which is which is a funny thing because like I wasn't into sour ales at all before starting this podcast, um, and well, being on this podcast and now it's like oh, where your sours? Like point me towards your sours. So things that are very tart, and, and I think that Peaches really accomplished that thus far out of beers that I've tasted here. I mean, I think we've had all the sours, so it, it, it's going to. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, too, that, that, that this, this whole uh, Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow odyssey has opened your eyes up to the world of sours. I mean, you're a big sour guy now, man. I'm a big
2: sour guy. You know, for from before, you know, I'm big uh, Sierra Nevada fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Sierra Nevada. For sure. Um, and then, so Perry, any, any closing thoughts on, on that first heat, as, uh, as uh, you've been calling it just? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I mean, everything was reasonable. Nothing was really great aside from the peaches. Like, the peaches was what you would look to see at a brewery. Everything else was decent homebrew that, you know, you could enjoy. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. And then in our second heat, we went for kind of... Um, I guess for lack of a better term, maybe the, the more, more eclectic flavors, kind yeah. of the weird styles almost. Uh, which Wacky. Wacky, I guess. And uh, so we, let me run through what we had, and then we can all kind of weigh in and talk about it. Yep. So um, we had the Sake Lager, the Mexican Lager, the Wine be I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. The Dandy X and the Boysenberry. Um, I guess let's start with the Sake.
1: Um, what did you guys think about that? I, I personally thought it was, I got the sake very heavy on the front and then there wasn't really much else to it. It was drying a little Chloe, like a wine, but there wasn't really much of a lager or uh, anything else to it. But because it wasn't really a sake, it didn't really get what you expect from a sake either. So I, I,
2: I think you have to preface the sake by, are, are you a sake fan in general?
1: I like drinking it when it's around. You know, like if I'm going to a same. nice sake bar, or like a Japanese place. or Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I, drink it, but I, I would say wouldn't, the I wouldn't same. call myself a pro or
2: anything.
0: Okay. How about you, Peter? Well, uh, just a little bit about uh, about it. it. So it was brewed by Ben and Ariel Keynes. It's called Haposhu Sake Lager. Just a hair under 10%. It's 9.9. It's sake fermented in parallel to a Japanese rice oh, that's lager. Oh, strong, baby. And uh, a pear aroma. Uh, exist there, and I would say this. I thought it was interesting. I've never had a sake, um, you know, sake beer mix like this before. Would I? Would I go for it again? I'm not quite sure. Am I glad I tried it? Yes. I did get a little bit of the sake on kind of uh, at the very end and in the aftertaste. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I I enjoy trying it. But it, it's 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 definitely uh, you know they even wrote it down on their little area there. It's definitely a weird kind of flavor.
2: It is. Um, I, I I agree with you. I, I, I agree with what you say. I'm not much of a sake fan. Um, well, like if it's around, I'll drink it, but it's not something I actively seek out. And then um, I think that I don't know. You you get the sake flavor in the aftertaste,
0: and it's okay. It, I I thought it was okay. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was okay as well. I would yeah. I would agree. Perry, any any other thoughts on that? No, I think I think we covered that guy pretty well. So, and then by the same duo, Ben and Ariel Canes, they did uh, Broken Seal, which was a Mexican lager coming in at 5%. Um, they describe it as light with ginger, Motueca, Saz hops, lime, and ginger flavor. Um, so I'll just, I guess I'll start. When I think Mexican lager, I don't necessarily think this. Um, I, I, I felt that, um, I don't know, if, if there was something missing there for me as far as Mexican lagers go.
1: Yeah, I'd agree, like, you know, the the description kind of throws in all these hops that you expect to kind of make it more biting or interesting, and they just kind of seem flat, not there. And then if you're going to have a Mexican lager, yeah, I think of, like, you know, something like...
0: Soul or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like
1: something where you're going to throw a little lime or salt, like give it, you know, it's going to need something more, but it should still stand on its own, you know, and it it just seemed more like a plain lager, personally.
0: Yeah, it, it seemed like a plain lager with some spices, you know, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't when you think like you're saying when you when you think Mexican lager, you don't necessarily think this. Yeah. But Justin, yeah. what do you think of that one? I,
2: I, I wasn't.
0: I thought it was OK. I, I, I wasn't
2: I wasn't blown away. I thought I thought it was an OK beer. Um, I, I, I mean, I like soul, but may, maybe it's like I've never been blown away by a Mexican lager. So is soul or or whatever is considered a Mexican lager? It's never been like, wow, that's the best beer that I want to drink. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, um, and then we moved on. So we tried two beers by Bob Clark. Um, yeah. we tried the Dandy X. So let's start with that. So that was Cezanne and actually, yeah. I was surprised that the ABV. He was
2: just right by here, by the way. He was just hovering <laughs> over us. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He just walked away.
0: <laughs> okay, so we we need, we need to get Bob on the show so he can talk he can about tell, his beer. He beers. can hear us. He can yeah. Hear us shit. <laughs> so yeah, I'll tell you this. I was surprised that the Saison was 8.2%. I did not taste it. I, I oh, yeah, it,
1: did not, it did not taste as strong no, as it
0: was. No, wow. not at all. The, I
1: yeah. mean, I think that's part of the honey that masked it really well. Yeah, Because the yeah. honey wasn't overly there, but it was nice enough that it really gave it a nice, easygoing going. Again,
2: again as a neophyte, how do you how do you get that number? Like, how do you get the number of, like, okay, this oh, is 8.2% alcohol?
1: Basically, it's a, a matter of... Some chemistry from the early on throughout the brew process. Okay, you do a couple, basically readings and do a calculation. Okay, like okay, okay.
0: And uh, the, the the Dandy X is uh, you know fresh hops, dandelions, and honey from their farm with New Jersey malt. Um, and that that was at saison. I liked it. Um, I I definitely thought it was you know. It was it was a nice beer. I, I never would have guessed eight point two percent if you gave it to me blind. I thought it yeah. was maybe like five percent, five and a half maybe. Um, but it was enjoyable. I, I I did like that. And then he also had and I'm probably gonna I'm probably butchering this name, but he also did the wine B Sace. Uh, it was a farmhouse ale. That one was four percent fresh hops, wine berries and honey. What did you guys think about that one?
1: I personally thought it was we had that before the other one, and I thought it was. Like a very easygoing saison, but there wasn't a lot of flavor to it, whereas the other one was like more pronounced. You know, had something going on.
0: I feel like the other one was like a stepped-up version of that. Yeah, one.
1: that's what I mean. Like, it's kind of like having a session IPA versus an IPA or something like, you know, where you kick it up a, a small
2: notch just to really. Here's what I'm doing, but here's what Into I'm doing flavor. for flavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I like the Dandy X more. I I, I don't know how. It, it's interesting because I may- maybe we were influenced by having the Dandy X second. Like if we did it the opposite way, maybe we'd have different opinions. Right. So.
1: But yeah, I mean they're both both fairly simple saisons. Not you know not really funky, not really super strong or you know crazy yeasty, but but they're very easygoing, and I just prefer the one with a little more flavor to it.
2: Sure. Now now from this heat or leg of drinking.
0: What was your guy's favorite? Well, we, we still have one more we didn't talk about. Yeah, oh yeah, the, that's, right. that's
3: right. That's right. You're right. The last we quick we one. did
0: we did the boysenberry. Yes, that's right. Um, the boysenberry. How do I feel about this one? So I, I, I it's interesting, right? I, I love the color on this. First of oh, all, color is beautiful. Yeah. The color. It's a beautiful kind of like I don't know. How would you describe that? Like a like it's a reddish pink hue almost. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: almost like a I don't know, like a pomegranate, like juice. A pomegranate
2: juice. Yes, I, I agree
0: with that. Um, if I looked at it, I wouldn't think it's a beer.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: That, that, that's, fair that's fair to say that. I mean, it looks like juice, literally. Yeah.
1: And to be fair, the, the taste is actually very similar. It's the, the alcohol in it is almost non-existent. Like, you wouldn't even know it's alcoholic. But I think that's one of its strengths. It's got this nice, like, it's not heavily fruity, but it's got enough flavor to it that you can enjoy that. So, like, for somebody who's not super into beer but just wants something simple to drink, like, on a nice summer day... I feel like this is exactly what you want
0: i yeah i i do agree with that for a nice summer day i I think it's um there's a uh uh sweetness um there as well maybe it's lactose i guess um it's i like it but um and i do agree hot summer day it's perfect i just don't know for me personally my palate i don't know like how sessional it would be for me like i would have one and be like okay that's refreshing but i don't know if i would go for a second
1: yeah this would be like a good brunch drink maybe
0: yeah, I'd agree. I, I,
2: I found it enjoyable. I wouldn't drink a whole afternoon. Um, I wouldn't have a whole afternoon drinking poison berry.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. And um, I also have to uh, note, there was one judge we missed that's part of the panel, and that's John Lapola, who's the owner of uh, Bitter and Esters. Uh, so he rounds out the uh, five judges who will be judging today's session. And actually, we uh, are doing our own judging and uh, we we are going to award our own BTBT BT winner uh, at some point today as well. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's, you know, that's the one that matters most, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, clearly, <laughs> BT, right? BTBT the winner, you know what I'm saying? Right <laughs> now, you know, it, it's Peaches to lose, I think. Right? Is that what we're saying this far?
0: I, I, I agree, but you know they, they what, we have not. definitely set the
2: bar for the day.
0: Pe- yeah. Yes, Peaches in a can, that, that set the bar. But you know what, we haven't gotten to those hot bombs. We haven't gotten to those porters and stouts. so um you know we've had some good things um but yes i would say for me personally at this point peaches in a can is is in the lead peaches come from a can they were
2: put there by a man in a factory downtown that's my favorite song (laughs) song.
0: (laughs) now i know that you mentioned you need to get yourself some white guilt White guilt.
2: I think that's what's coming up next, right? We yeah. got some IPAs next.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. We, a, we Belgian, right? So that, really, that was a Belgian strong ale, right? right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Look, we could all use some white guilt, right? <laughs> so not uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are going to make a uh, uh, another round here. Grab some more brews and see if
1: we can round up some homebrewers too
0: and we're gonna round up some guests for you guys we, we guys hope you're enjoying the show yeah um, remember
2: do you want to you want to speak about your experiences thus far
0: we do have a guest here
2: yes oh me uh, yes
4: <laughs> we, we,
0: we have a microphone here
4: oh thank you so much yeah uh, so
0: please uh please introduce yourself and uh, yeah. tell us about the time you're having right now Yeah.
4: Oh, hi i'm steph and uh i'm friends with uh this kid perry over here um <laughs> who is um giving me a really fast introduction to home brewed beer um, and just good quality beer Um, so the first thing I can say about the beers I've had here today is they are so interesting I mean there's so much nuance and flavor to them and getting to talk to the brewers and hear um, the specific ingredients they're putting in and where they come from like whether it's from their farm or from some organic source that they like to use. Um, It's fascinating to hear the ingredients they've chosen. And then to taste the beer and be able to pick out those specific ingredients, going back to the Peaches beer that you all seem to really love so far. Oh, yeah. Um, I also tried that one. And... I, I definitely noticed the distinction between the peach flavor and the apricot flavor. And I love apricots to yeah. begin with. It's just a wonderful flavor. Wonder. Um, so to be able to taste the fruit all the way from like when it was picked to pureed to brewed um, in that finished product was amazing. It's just like an incredible sure. art form, this um, homebrewing. It's really kind of a big deal.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, what was your favorite thus far? Um, you know, I loved the... I she like, followed a different path than we did. Here. So I she's did have a, she's had a bunch chaos. of beers that we haven't had. My chaos. My path has been
4: chaos. I've chaos. Been chaos to, is good. <laughs> like what, what number is that? that? What I number have that? not been using strategy. I've just been gravitating towards wherever I land. Um, okay. But I really loved one of the first ones I tried by um, two producers. It was called the Port Deucer, okay. which is a porter. Uh, It's described as having uh, notes of roasted malts. It was a, I don't know, a a, a porter. I don't, I didn't, I'm still not clear what nut porter means. There are no nuts in it, he told me. Um, So I just don't know what that means. I don't know if that means it has a nutty flavor or what, but it was delicious. I mean, it was just really well executed. It was balanced. It was enjoyable, um, really drinkable. Like you could just drink, Endless amounts of it. <laughs> this so is really,
0: really good. I'm excited to try to get to those porters. And I'm always thinking, we, you know, we, we could pick one collective winner, but we could also have one, you know, style winner. We could have style winners, too. It's true. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about the porters and the stouts. That that one especially is one I really yeah, want to try. Yeah.
4: Loved it. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, absolutely. 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 It's
0: honor to be here. All right. Oh, and thank you for jumping on. Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. Guys, follow us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're everywhere that you can consume a podcast, basically. Check us out. Show us some love. We want to hear from you guys. And I see some empty glasses around the table, so we're going yeah. to go uh, do, do some more rounds and um, drink some more beer to tell you about it and bring on some special guests to uh, speak to you guys today. Uh, Let's do that. We'll be back. Cheers. 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 The long-awaited and highly anticipated BTBT BT merchandise is finally here. Pristine 16-ounce logo glassware is available for order. BTBT shirts are back in stock as well. You'll be styling and profiling in our sleek BTBT tees. You'll be able to order shirts and glassware from the new BTBT online store at www.beardtodaybeardtomorrow.com. The store will be up and running soon. For those of you who can't wait and just need to get your hands on the merch, you can send us a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. All proceeds will go towards investing in beer today, beer tomorrow so that we can bring you bigger, better and more frequent content. Order your BTBT glassware and BTBT shirts today. We greatly appreciate the support. And now, back to the show. So BTBT, we are back and we have two very, very special guests here. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. I am uh, Pope of Pope Wagon. (laughs) And
5: and I'm Charlie of Pope Wagon, (laughs) also known as Wagon. (laughs)
0: So guys, tell us a little bit uh, about today's event.
5: Well, I, I guess we had just finished Pride of Brooklyn event last year in 2016 and we were talking to ourselves in the car right on the way home about how much fun we had pouring our beer and how we wanted to throw together an event ourselves. And then basically we said, okay, let's make it make it for a good cause. And it was kind of easy to come up with the cause of St. Jude's because growing up, my younger sister had cancer. And uh, so I saw firsthand the hardships that are involved with families uh, of those affected. Mm -hmm. And we thought, you know, it was a no brainer. And so then we started to organize the event and seek homebrewers. And I mean, that brought us really, you know. Here, here we are today. You know, 35 homebrewers, 15 sponsors. I mean, we couldn't have, couldn't have asked for a better turnout.
6: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, everything you said. Uh, we put a lot of work into it. Uh, it's a passion of love. We've we did uh, bar crawls in the past for local events. I think we raised money for Sandy Hook. Uh, not Sandy Hook. Um, Hurricane well, Sandy. Hurricane Sandy. Hurricane Sandy. We did that. We did a couple other ones. We did a couple bar crawls. And uh, since we were home brewers ourselves, we decided this was probably the best route to go for a, a charity event because we know what we're doing. We know we know people that home brew because we're part of the Brewmenaries. Um, we we just knew all about it, so it was it, it was like a natural
0: step into it. Absolutely. And this is this is a great event for a great cause, and we're just really happy that Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow could play a small part of it. Um, so, so guys, tell us about the beers you guys brought in. I know you, your beers are not in the competition, but yeah. you did bring We, did we bring can't do it
6: for, you know, conflict reasons. We don't sure. want to be, you know, <laughs> we don't right. be uh, right. discriminated against, you know, whatever. We don't want to get yelled at by everybody. We don't want angry mobs. But we brought right. a passion fruit New England IPA style. It's uh, about 8%. Uh, we throw passion fruit in it. We like that little bit of fruitiness. It, it matches nice with the uh, smoothness. And then uh, what was the other
5: one? Uh, the other one's also in New England. The, the, the two beers actually have the same malt bill, water profile, everything. The difference being the hops used and the fact that we threw passion fruit in the boil for the, the passion fruit beer. And I think you could definitely taste the difference with the uh, the sweet. It's sort of sweeter and you get yeah. that fruity kind of flavor out of the, the passion fruit. But it, it adds a nice balance, I think, to um, everything else.
0: Nice, nice. And, and did you guys... Yeah, when I was at your table, you guys had ciders as well. Is that yours? Or is that uh?
5: Yeah, we uh,
6: Charlie went up. I think it's upstate New York or something. Or long, yeah, it, long
5: You know that that's less exciting, I guess, because <laughs> we're not pressing the apples ourselves. But yeah, uh, you know we did we did bring it up and pasteurize it and add yeast. We threw some cinnamon in there. And just this morning, I actually I tasted it and I said, you know what, I could use a little cinnamon. So luckily, we had a tincture of cinnamon um, sitting there. So I dosed it a little bit to give it a little extra flavor. And, uh, you know, I brought that here because my sister really doesn't drink, but that's the one beer that she, well, cider that she likes. So (laughs) I had to have something for her.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What a good brother. (laughs) (laughs) Everything for all the people, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So now, obviously, you guys have been making your rounds here. You guys have been trying the beers, right? Has, uh, obviously, I'm sure all these guys are your buddies, and uh, there's a lot of good beers here, but can you guys talk about some of the beers that have really stood out for you today? I mean, uh...
6: I've had a lot of beer, so I'm I'm slightly <laughs> drunk. I, don't don't take my my word for
3: for hey, that's what it is, but uh,
6: it. the uh, mindful ales I think is the one I like right now is the uh, pineapple pina colada ish style sour ish. Okay. I, I don't remember what it's called, but like yeah yeah that, we had it we had it to it start actually good. it was pretty Wanderer good
0: it was Wander number seven I think it it's Wanderer, called.
6: yeah Wanderer number seven that one, I but personally I like fruity flavorful stuff so that's that that's why I was drawn to it. I haven't had all the beers yet, which I've got to start making more rounds. So, um, But other than that, that, that that was probably the one that stood out so, for, to me so far. Besides the Nightmare, I think. Nightmare on something uh, was a good
0: one. I have not had tried. try Oh, I have
5: I, that seen that. A I red IPA. had it was a red that, IPA. That, That's the thing this year. We're so excited about the amount of brewers that, that yeah. were interested in signing up. We have you know, 30, 35 home brewers today or, or, or something like that, and, and it's so hard to try them all. I, I haven't even... I mean, I've been running around. I haven't gotten to taste them all yet, but, you know, there's still two hours to go here. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Our goal is to try. We're yeah. going to try to yeah, get man. through as right. many as we can. It's yeah. tough. And so, there's whiskey here, too, which is Yes. Uh, that's yeah. not helping at all. <laughs> I, I
1: said that's the nightcap, right? Yeah. It's it's night Everybody's going
6: to get nice and drunk, and then, uh, you know, we go move over to the whiskeys. Yeah. Act- yeah.
0: So now, was one of your beer, one of your beers brewed in in in, in with uh, Arcane Distillery? Am I recalling yes, that correctly? Uh,
6: our friend Dave from Arcane Distillery. Uh, he took we brewed together, and uh, last I, I think it was I don't know how it was about a month ago. We served his beer, and then he took that beer, the leftover because we do ten gallons at a time right now. He took the other half of it and turned it into whiskey. So we got whiskey over there, which really it's got a nice. It's not really it's a moonshine. So it's like right. just a really hoppy moonshine. So if you like the flavor of hops, it's just it's, it's on point. It's, it's galaxy really all nice. the way, galaxy hops.
5: And uh, like nice. personally,
6: not as a huge whiskey fan. My like, I mean, I like whiskey, but like it's not it's it's drinkable if you like hops. Okay, it's got a nice citrusy flavor. I- I've oh, seen you cool. in action. You like whiskey. Uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he he's kind
0: of right. Don't tell anyone. Try to try to put
3: on a good face here, right? Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs>
0: So, so Pope Wagon, right? Guys, tell us a little bit more about it. and Tell us how you guys you know kind of
3: where the name
0: come from. Right, where the name come from? How did you guys come together initially? So, um, I started
6: brewing about ten years ago. My name is Brian Pope. Um, so naturally, my name is Pope. You know, I don't tell anybody my name is Brian. Nobody knows I'm Brian. Don't don't air this. You know? I didn't know Just that till today. For <laughs> but uh, basically. <laughs> Uh, But basically, uh, from that, uh, I started homebrewing about 10 years ago. I met up with Chuck, I think it was four years ago, 2014, maybe? We started brewing. He was like, hey, man, I I don't know what I want for Christmas. I'm going to tell my mom I want a brewing kit. Can you teach me how to brew? I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, And I gave him the list of what he needed. And ever since then, we brewed pretty much every weekend and been out of control and just made
5: way too much We basically turned my basement into a brewery. So we started from you know, five gallon extract batches on the stove in my parents' kitchen to now my apartment basement having a full 10 gallon electric system down there. And, nice. uh, you know, it gets out of hand. I keep asking my dad when we could kick the tenant out of our room so we could uh, turn it into a cold room. Yeah,
3: <laughs> your cold room, please.
0: <laughs> so, so with that in mind, so are you guys thinking of eventually one day maybe taking Pope Wagon even further to the next level? i personally one day yes I, I would like to get into brewery i'm
6: trying to i'm trying to actually get in a fifth hammer right now don't tell them and just like you know get into the ground level and learn some stuff and then leave and start my own one but you know yeah. shout out to I chris. chris i love chris no don't get me wrong chris don't fire me now <laughs> but uh yeah um personal goal yeah we want it we want to do something eventually it's it's a little hard financially and uh sure. planning like it's a lot. So. We, both full time jobs, so just, we got to get everything together and get it going.
0: So, would you guys? Uh, are you guys looking to stay in New York, or would you be open to going somewhere else?
6: I personally would like to stay in New York. I like to stay kind of localish. Um, but we, you know, we've got differing opinions. We, we we'll, in the end, we'll figure it out, and we'll try to do something. I, I, I mean, I mean,
5: for me, like you, you look around here and you see all these people out here, and, and the breweries that donated today, and like, why would we want to leave? You know, this is this is. Right this is where where it's at right now you know the the beer is great there's breweries popping up all over the place but you know at the end of the day it's great beer great people and yeah. you know a lot of fun so of course like we're this this is a dream I mean don't my girlfriend probably doesn't want <laughs> me to say that but <laughs> <laughs> she'll learn she'll learn She, will, she will, right, right, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and now you got you guys are Queens guys right
6: yeah, uh, I was born in Glendale uh, over by Finback, literally right down the block from
3: Finback.
5: Nice. Chuck's born over in uh, Masspeth, right? I... Oh, I mean, I was born in the hospital, but uh, I, yeah. I live in Mass. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, in that case, I'm from Long Island. You know. <laughs> uh yeah I, i've been in mass with my whole life and then and brian here he moved into well pope no one knows him as brian right yeah uh, keep it secret pope? Who's brian? Oh, yeah. i don't know who brian brian is? Brian. Pope. brian doesn't exist pope moved into his grandparents uh his grandfather's house which actually happens to be right around the corner from me so you know it's real convenient now and you know i just say hey come up and we'll brew or whatever he just has to walk up the block but usually half asleep he, he was yeah usually has to put his pants on first. yeah my pants <laughs> inside jokes there <laughs>
1: Do wow. you guys tend to do specific styles overall, or do you oh just that, mix it up
6: week to week? Because you said you do it weekly, right? We Roughly, try, we try to do weekly. Yeah, um, yeah, we've been on an IPA bender re- recently. Yeah, we we are trying to stray away from the IPAs, just because I, I personally like to be. We like to do everything we can. I, IPAs, I don't know. I. How, how would you put well, it? Well, I mean,
5: <laughs> I feel like there was a big boom with the new, the whole New England IPA kind of yeah. fad that going on, and I mean, I totally fell for it, and I I love the beer. so we, you know we we were working kind of on we were working so. on it's that a beer a, yeah. a couple times, uh, but most recently we made a um a pe- uh, I guess a white stout, oh, yeah. so you know we're going to add coffee, vanilla beans, cocoa nibs to um, secondary, try and you know make up for the fact that it's. A lighter color beer, and we also made a cream ale, sort of, sort of uh, in honor of the Wartega Catawampus beer. It's okay. yep. so green tea, nutmeg, and corn. Flake corn is in the in the green bill. It's, that's a really well made beer, so I I, I don't know, I re- that one really caught my palate and I liked it. So I said to him, let's try Try it. Let's try and figure out what Merlin did here. So. Uh,
6: yeah, because we know Merlin. Yeah. We beat him one time at a competition. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, wait. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> so we've actually
0: – we had Merlin on the show a while back. Yeah. We, we did a show at Ortega. Yeah, so. he's,
6: he's a really good brewer. I love him out there. Uh, he makes really good he, – well, he's, like, kind of after our heart. We like to do spicy, like, out-of-the-box things, and we – so like we've we've talked about like getting juniper twigs and stuff. So we we are good friends. So yeah, all this is in jest, you know. He,
0: yeah, of course, of course. But he he definitely it's it's a niche. Kind of uh, um, niche market. Niche yeah, market. Is. What yeah. he's doing is definitely yeah, a lot no, of spices. Yeah. Uh, I think what he's doing is interesting, but it's definitely very niche. Uh,
6: yeah, definitely. I mean, that, so I mean next time I
0: see him, I'll tell him uh, Pope Wagon beat him in a <laughs> brewing competition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when was that?
5: Uh,
6: 2014.
5: Uh. Uh, well, well,
0: he'll probably remember me crying.
5: So that, <laughs> very well, humble, you know.
0: <laughs> awesome guys. I mean, th- this is th- again, this is a great event. I'm, uh, you know, beer today, beer tomorrow. Is very happy to to be here. Um, so I mean I know you guys haven't had your uh, haven't done the full rounds yet, but are you guys kind of kind of do your own kind of personal judging of who you think won? You know the and also ah. a, the way are you guys just doing one winner or is it winner per style? How's that? How's that? Happening?
5: So it, well the whole the whole thing is kind of in in tune with what we were saying about you know being outside the box. We we didn't want anyone to be limited to like a BJ a BJCP style. Mm-hmm. Sort of just you know get creative, make whatever you want and. Uh, With that in mind, you know, we had these great panel of judges who somehow have to come up with a best of show, you know, top three for second and third place. And we have a a People's Choice uh, Award going on as well. So, uh, you know, I I think, are are we going to have our own personal opinions I mean uh, mean, always how could you not have your personal it's hard hard not to but at the same time you know I think at the end of the day we're just grateful to have everybody come out here today I mean there are some guys who
6: I have to say we do bring in a high caliber of brewers because a lot of these beers here are really good right now exactly Yeah. like I've had a lot of them and I'm like I can't
5: choose what I like and and especially we have guys who came in all the way from Pennsylvania today. I mean, oh, I, I didn't oh, yeah. ask how they're getting oh, wow. home, but I. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they
0: got here and brought the beer, we're there. Good. You, go. there you go. Yeah, I mean, we have to. Let you know, we are going to do a beer today, beer tomorrow, a BTBT's choice winner, uh, oh, nice. a- on the show, and we're, we're kind of making our way through. Our goal is to make them, uh, make our way through all of them. I think we we made a pretty good dent. I mean, what do you guys think? We think. We got 90- yeah, sub- you got you get a units. while don't worry about it yeah. yeah okay that's good to know that's good to know but yeah, um, I don't
5: think we have a hard stop but
0: excellent. That's, a, that's always
1: a good sign.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is good. I guess when the beer's gone, it's over. Yeah, when the beer's gone, yeah. it's definitely this over. This venue <laughs> is great for
6: it though, and it's still early, so. Oh yeah. I, again, I like to thank the Well because they're they're an amazing. I, their beer selection is amazing. Yeah. It's a great place.
0: Yeah, the Well is awesome.
3: All you
6: out there listening to this, stop by the Well because it's 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 a great place.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So guys, anything uh, anything you want to leave our audience with? Anything you uh, want to share, promote website, social media, anything like that?
6: Uh, So we have at Pope Wagon, is it brewery? Just Pope Wagon. At Pope Wagon on Instagram and uh, Twitter we don't really use,
3: but uh, it's at Pope Wagon, I think, (laughs) as well.
6: Uh, We share a lot of our our, uh, beer events like this, and we do post whenever we want. So uh, if you want to follow us on that, that would be great. Um, Other than that.
0: Thanks for
3: listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, cheers. guys. Yeah.
0: Guys, thank you so much for hopping on the show and spending a couple of, couple of minutes with us. We really appreciate yeah, no it. Problem. And it's been a great show, guys. Cheers. cheers. Thank you. Cheers. cheers. Hey, everyone. Just would like to take a moment to tell you about this awesome event that's going down on November 18th and 19th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Observed Conclave is hosting a charity soiree fundraiser to raise money for Puerto Rico. The event features two dozen vendors and offers unique healthy juice concoctions courtesy of co-sponsor Juice Garden BK. Beer and wine will also be served and will accompany live entertainment. There will also be a live podcast by yours truly, Queens, New York-based craft beer media outlet and event co-sponsor, Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. Following the aftermath of the devastating near Category 5 hurricane, Maria, Puerto Rico was left in disarray and chaos. Even now, more than six weeks later, 70% of the island remains without power and sufficient supplies. Tickets for the event can be purchased at eventbrite.com. Ticket proceeds will be donated directly to the Hispanic Federation's Unidos Disaster Relief and Recovery Program to support Puerto Rico. Absurd Conclave is a 5,000-square-foot venue available for events, workshops, art galas, and more in the heart of the trendy Bushwick scene located at 360 Jefferson Street, Lower Level, Brooklyn, New York, 11237. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Come on down. It's going to be a great time. And now, back to the show. Beer today, beer tomorrow. We are back at it, and we have another very special guest. Sir, please introduce yourself.
7: Hey, I'm Rob Newhouse, a
0: member of the Brewman Area. Hey, Rob. Thanks for coming on the show. And can you tell us what you brought here today to this great event?
7: Yeah, I brought a uh, a blended sour beer. It's got a bunch of peaches, a little bit of apricot. It's actually a blend of four different beers. Um, the oldest beer is like a year old. The youngest is like three months old. Um, now, now,
2: with the name, I have to ask, is it named after... The presidents. Yeah, of the United yeah, yeah. States. I definitely. <laughs> okay. you know, ripped Definitely that off. I definitely rip that off. So yeah, it's called Pizzas come from a can. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was singing a song earlier. I was like, I was like, I think this is where it comes from. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so okay, you know, before started. I ask you to describe the beer a little bit more in depth, I have to say this: we we're trying to make our way through all the beers and we're grouping them by style. And um, you know, th- these two guys right here, I'll let them speak about that when when you know when they come up. But they're big sour guys. Yeah, I'm not so much. Tart. I'm not a huge sour guy personally but everything i've had tonight that, that peaches in a can is, is my favorite beer i've had here so far
7: wow i'm impressed yeah, uh yeah.
0: there's really 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 good beer so so what was the inspiration behind that
7: uh so i can show you this picture i just i brew a ton of sour beers at my in my parents basement uh in the suburbs like le- legit i've got like 100 gallons of beer like sitting there souring um <laughs> uh, and yeah the, the base beer there was just like a, a nice kind of golden sour beer that was not like too sour and like I picked some kind of stone fruit characteristics up from it, and thought it would, you know, be nice with, with a bunch of peaches in it. I think it worked out.
0: Yeah, I, I think it worked out really
3: well. I now, mean.
7: now, how did you get into brewing? Um, so I used to I used to drink a lot of beer, in that uh, we had like this sort of, sort of homebrew craft beer club, uh, and I'd always go and you know bring some craft beer. And uh, one time, this guy just showed up out of the blue. No one knew him, and brought a homebrew, and it was like pretty solid. It was like, oh man! If this random guy, like his first <laughs> beer, is pretty good, yeah, you know, I can do it too. Actually, he's here. Uh, okay, yeah, so okay. That awesome. was nice. my inspiration. Hey, actually, he taught me how to brew. So okay, oh, wow. now
2: is the expertise only like 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 specialty only sours or?
7: Um, I mean, most of what I brew is sour, just because, like uh, I've got all this space in the suburbs and I can do it, and you know, it's uh, it's sort of like a relative a good uh, place to seller, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also brew some like you know, hoppy New England uh, kind of IPA. That's, that's another thing I like to do. Awesome. Okay, and it's just you. Uh, yeah, that that beer was just me, really, yeah. Uh, okay. But sometimes I'll, uh, like, my wife gets a little pissed off when I <laughs> brew in my apartment and, you know, you know, create some smells and some messes <laughs> and maybe I'm not the best at cleaning it up. Uh, so I've started doing, like, this kind of contract brewing where I'll, I'll buy all the ingredients and maybe design the recipe or, or you know, collaborate on a recipe with a friend and brew it over at, at, at their place. And then uh, they get half the batch, and I get half the batch. So I get some beer without my wife being pissed, and they get some free beer, but have to clean. And uh, you know, it mostly works out for both of us. That sounds Very great. Cool. Right. Yeah, right. That's that yeah. not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Okay, well, what do you have uh, in the future? Uh, so right now I've got four more kind of fruited sour beers going. I, uh, I convinced a friend of mine to go and uh, pick and buy a bunch of like fresh fruit in New Jersey. Uh, and he did that all for me and transferred it down to my parents' place. And uh, like a few weeks ago, we, we blended it up, tasted some, some beers, and decided you know, where to put the fruit. So I've got another 10 gallons of peach sour beer and uh, 5 gallons of plum and 5 gallons of blackberry sour that hopefully will be tasting pretty nice when I go back down there for Christmas. Oh, oh awesome. wow. That's
0: yeah. awesome. That okay. yeah, yeah. sounds great. Yeah, it really does. And now, and now how long have you been homebrewing for?
7: I've been homebrewing for about three years. Oh really? So that's
0: that's not that long of uh, a of a period of time, really. Yeah,
7: yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, look, I, I I'm I'm impressed with the uh, peaches in a can. I, I definitely, um, for me, that that's one of the top beers I've had so far. Again, we're, we're trying to make our way through everything. I mean, how many have we gotten through so far? Like, oh, like fifteen, like
1: almost fifteen now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. we're about fifteen that's
0: like deep. That's
3: halfway. Yeah. That's halfway. got a yeah. lot of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk, you got we're an talking hour. too much. We got about <laughs> an hour. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: So, um, I mean, I do you have aspirations of taking this any further than than a uh, hobby, or?
7: No, I mean, so I'm a, a software engineer. And so software okay. engineers make compared to <laughs> brewers a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we IT guys over here. Yeah, on this we hit that too. game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to kind of you know keep it a hobby and you know. That's fair. Although uh, you know lineup.
1: Of, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's the same story, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I R- bet working she's for working a, a lot harder and probably oh, no. not making <laughs> as much money. Yeah, she that. It's it's definitely something you have to be you have to be really be into. But um, yeah. But it's it's a cool it's a cool transitional like. Absolutely. It it
7: blends well, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd actually like you know get some of the fantastic homebrewers here and give them a few hundred thousand dollars to like start <laughs> Definitely down for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And now you you um you say you were in areas, right? When did you join them?
7: Uh, I, I joined them probably a, a few months after they started.
0: So. Okay, nice. Okay. Uh oh. So now so now they're making a, a n- announcement. Yeah. Vote for your favorite beer. Yeah. So we need to we need to drink excessively in a small amount of time, <laughs> so that we can. Accurately yeah. vote for our beer. Yeah, they yeah. are telling us to to drop our listen, bottle caps
2: in, in, in various we got, beers that, we,
0: that are presented here. Okay. So we we have judges here that are judging we and who I respect very much. I know many of these judges. I respect them a lot. Yeah. And then we also have the, the crowd, which is very important because you want to you want to know how your beer is doing based on on the audience. But the most important. Award of the night. I think it's safe <laughs> to say is that beard today, beard tomorrow, uh, be- best uh, – we're going to do a top three. Top three. So we're doing a top three. That could okay. be the easiest way we can do it. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah. you know, yeah. like you yeah. mentioned, we're, we're 15 deep. We got about another 18 to try. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to do the big announcement Woo. on our end on who we think the real winner of tonight's event is. And uh, okay. I'm All excited. Right. I'm yeah. excited, too. I'm uh, excited, yeah.
3: too.
2: Maybe let I can crack them. that top three. No, 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 no. no let How how can if people want to contact
7: you or get at you, like? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've got an Instagram, uh, Robert Newhouse. uh, Robert Newhouse Newhouse. spelled uh, kind of German, N E U H A U S. Yeah, yeah. So I got a bunch of pictures there. Got got some pictures of the the, the sour beer cellar. Nice. uh, Yeah, they can contact me through there. Very cool. Very cool.
0: Okay. Excellent, man. So uh, thank you so much for hopping on the show. And you know what, man. The, um, that peaches. I, I enjoy that a lot, right. man. Yeah, yeah,
1: you push like that, a yeah.
2: lot of buttons. The sour, the presence of the United States of America. like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a good thing right there. It's a good All thing. Thank right. <laughs> you, guys. Thank you guys, man. guys man. Thanks so Have much. a nice one.
0: And uh, yeah, we, so we that was another awesome guest, and he, Absolutely. you know what, I really enjoyed his beer. I know we haven't finished our IPA round yet. Yeah, we're halfway. So, so we're halfway. So, but I've had two IPAs so far of the three that I've really enjoyed. But I guess I'll, I'll reserve um, commenting, Comment. <laughs> on, uh, commentating on that until uh, we all have all the uh, IPAs. My IPA. IPAs. So okay, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, And we will be right back And we're going to bring you Another dose of dopeness As only BTBT can do And uh, yeah guys We're having a great time Justin How you feeling? Feeling great
1: Perry How you feeling? All in man All All in in. That's
0: how we do That's how we do Queens all day We're in Brooklyn But it's Queens all day uh, <laughs> and we're about to take a quick break, and What's we'll some be back. What's up, two Brooklyn guys, but okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> two two Brooklyn-Pittsburgh transplants Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: You might own the show, but we run the show. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Stellars. Oh, they're talking trash now. We, we, need, we need to take a break real quick. We need to, we need to take a break real quick. Yeah. We'll be right back with uh, more beer for you guys and more special guests. Peace. Peace. This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, and uh, we are back. We have another very special guest with us Uh, sir please introduce yourself
8: so i'm dave of uh ales nice dave so dave what do you uh what did you bring here today so i brought two beers the one you guys are sipping on now is up up and away it's kind of our flagship double ipa uh bitter with magnum uh pretty much flavored with azaka mosaic citra galaxy pretty much all of our favorite hops thrown in there at once i also brought um kind of a sour experimental beer Wander 7 it's, it's pretty much a sour pale ale brew with uh, coconut pineapple a little bit of lactose sugar so nice that seemed to be a crowd favorite so far <laughs> so um, yeah no, that, that one was,
0: was interesting Wanderer 7 it was definitely um, definitely I, I, I got that pineapple it, it tasted very li- like like uh, almost like syrupy pineapple-esque um, yeah. uh, interesting beer like I, I don't know if I got so much the, the, the sour but but I think that beer is a beer that would be very popular, especially amongst people who are kind of like new to the craft beer scene. And right. It's like a totally like different style all unto itself. Yep. Um, and I don't know if you guys want, want to also comment on that. Uh, but that was the Wanderer number seven.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, we, we thought it was reasonably
1: going and tasty enough. But we also had some other sours here that were definitely a little more punchy, <laughs> if right. you will. So, yeah. so
8: that's kind of why I called it a sour pale ale per se because it's actually four parts all mosaic pale ale, blended with one part, you know, just straight sour ale, one hundred percent pilsner malt. So, um, oh, okay, it has like a little bit of tartness, but it's mostly about the fruit and hops in that one. So, right, right. Well, yeah, the, the fruit
0: yeah. definitely came through. Yeah, that, that
8: definitely came through. Yeah, For sure. Uh, yeah.
2: So, but I, I wanted to ask. I mean, uh, mindful.
8: Where where does that come from? Correct. So. Mindful is started as a passion tra- project to me and my girlfriend. And I. unfortunately, she's not here right now. She's uh, a little feeling a little under the weather, but you know, we're in the very early stages of brewing and planning, based out of Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, you know, it just encompasses everything: um, utilizing local ingredients, being mindful of the earth, being mindful of the environment. Um, okay. Reusing brewing water for you know cleaning and stuff like that. So we try to reuse all the brewing ingredients as well whether we feed as animals uh, reuse them in cooking baking stuff like that so oh wow just being very mindful of what's around us you know sure yes.
2: like, like i'm very
8: into like buddhism and,
2: and things like that so so that, that that's a word that's thrown from, excuse me around a lot in
8: buddhism so yep.
0: that's why i, I took yeah. to that yeah cool mm-hmm. so how long have you, um, you been into home brewing
8: so i've been brewing for about 8 years um, the whole mindful brand came up about a year and a half two years ago um, where we want to kind of combine both of our passions my passion for brewing and beer her passion for you know the earth and events and stuff like that so our eventual brewery plan is to actually have a space where we can participate in the community and put on events for people and you know have people feel like at home not just I'm going to a production facility so Mm -hmm. it's more about the beer and and stuff like that. Yes. Nice. So. And, now, and cool. may I ask, how long have uh, have you guys been together? Um, two and a half years as nice. of now. Nice. Yes, yeah. it's cool that you guys share similar passions. Yeah, thank you.
2: And that's quite the vision, by the way. Like I, I, I think that's
8: really cool. Yeah, thank you. Very much appreciate that. Yeah, man. So,
0: um, th- these beers you have now, they're obviously they're very different. So the up, up and away, I really like up, thank up you. and away. I think this this is a definitely a very um, very tasty tasty brew. What what was the inspiration behind this?
8: So when I started brewing eight years ago, West Coast IPAs were the thing. Mm -hmm. As much IBUs as you can pack in a beer, let's do it. You know, let's throw all it in bittering. And I'm having them and I'm like, I can maybe get through four ounces of this. I can maybe get through five. And then I'm like, I want to move on. So I started experimenting with less bitter, less, you know, less hops at the beginning of the, the brew And it eventually came to be a very wide known style today as like New England IPAs. However, I don't classify this as a New England IPA. I simply just classify it as our IPA, where it still has that bitter backbone um, compared to most New England IPAs, Mm -hmm. but it's still very juicy and very flavorful, hop aromatic. So I think it's like a very nice blend of both west east coast so it's like a
0: mid-atlantic ipa right <laughs> but, yeah
8: mid-atlantic ipa yeah there we go yeah, yeah. we
0: just coined a new style in the show yeah, yeah, today here yeah. we Mid-Atlantic,
2: mid-atlantic exactly now do you have plans like as far as you know new beers as as far as taking mindful i mean like you already mentioned that yeah um, in, in a certain extent but
8: so are To be honest, our main focus in beers are a lot of Saison's, a lot of wild ales, barrel-aged beers. Um, Unfortunately, I just don't bring them to these events because I think appreciation for Saison's at these events is a little underappreciated. So I can't fathom bringing a year, year year-and-a-half-old beer to an event where someone might just look at this and be like, what is this? So (laughs) um, that would be very hard for me to stomach a a year-and-a-half's time just to be poured down a bucket. So... um, these beers are very so much on our radar and we love to brew them as well and we love drinking them so it's not just like oh you know I'll brew a beer that I don't generally like and bring it but we love these beers but our main focus is Saison's Wild Ales okay um, so a little race. more like is transmitter you, if, you, you know local yeah more so transmitter you know more so nice mm-hmm. Fanteflora-esque like Grim, maybe like a little like take uh, your time
1: and make something a little yeah. more interesting kind of it's funny
8: because Grimm always they announce a beer and it's exactly the same fruit we're coming out with in the next two weeks. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God. So they've done passion fruit beers. We've done passion fruit beers. They just came out with a pineapple beer not too long ago and then this you're drinking a pineapple so beer So you're like now. the Jersey Grimm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny.
2: Now, when you say our, do, do you mean you and your girlfriend? or Correct, is yeah. It just,
8: so it's just you yeah. guys? Yeah. She's very much the marketing, visual person, branding. Um, if you check us out on Instagram, we're very visual where we definitely have a branding uh, process. What
0: it, What is your IG handle? What's the IG name? Sorry. What's your Instagram name? We're uh, mindful
8: you? ales. So M I N D F U L ales. So nice. You could check us out there. Nice. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a question from Justin, and I'm gonna ask, <laughs> what was the last <laughs> What was the last non-craft beer that you had?
8: What was the last Coors Bud? So. I go to a lot of concerts throughout <laughs> Jersey, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and yeah. I always seem to gravitate towards Tecate. Okay, it's always the choice. Tecate—they serve it with a lime for you.
1: See that—that's the Mexican lager I was looking for. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. We the lager. So the Mexican lager we had today, it was okay, but it was missing something. Even though they tried to make it more. Yeah. And I was just thinking of Tecate as like, to me, that's one of the easiest drink in Mexican lagers you can Correct. find.
0: Ticcate, yeah. You know what was missing? It was that top rank pay per view because when you buy the takate you get a discount on the top rank pay per view when you watch new boxing fights. That's yeah, what was yeah, missing with okay, that. Okay, uh, there you
2: go. Yeah. So um, Takata gets my vote. <laughs> you
0: so um, you, you mentioned that you guys, you and your girlfriend, are looking to open up a, a brewery. I mean, do you guys have a timetable? Is this something you think you'll do next year, the year after? Or are You guys just in the process?
8: Um, we're when I say extremely early, we're like not even done with our business plan yet. You know, it's probably halfway. Okay. And, and you know
0: but that is the goal
8: that it, it is the goal eventually you know we're still working through some trademark um, stuff like right now the government unfortunately just takes their time on a lot of things it's a lot and of red lot tape of and bullshit to, jump yeah, yeah, yeah. to get a brewery in process so you know we're not rushing it by any means you know if it's going to become a thing eventually that's what we know so that's cool yeah
0: but you got the randy you got the hat yeah. You got the zip-up the, the zip yeah, hoodie. The zip I'm, I'm digging it, man. I'm yeah.
8: digging it. I mean, it's, it's definitely cool when someone purchases one of our hoodies. It feels amazing. And, you know, it's very warming inside. So that, hey, that's hey, always you cool. And you, you guys have a website? Uh, we do a website, mindfulhills.com. Okay. You know, unfortunately, we don't have an online store right now. It's just you can buy shirts from us here. You can buy, you know, stuff. hit us up on Instagram. But we ship it out. Always welcome to spread the word and get our brand out. So.
3: Nice.
2: Okay. Nice.
0: So is there anything... Um, guys, do you, do you, before I pose my final question, do you guys have any other questions?
2: No, um, I, um, I, I'd like to say that I like the up, up, and away. Like, I,
1: thank I, you. I, I, yeah, this is a we, solid yeah.
0: solid IPA for yeah. sure. Yeah, thank you. Definitely, definitely. So is there any parting words you want to leave the audience with? Anything you want our audience to know uh, about Mindful Ales, about what you guys are doing?
8: Um, no, I mean, I definitely appreciate you guys having me on. And sure. I love that you enjoy my beers. and. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Listen, you that, keep making good beers. We'll, we'll show up. <laughs> yeah. We'll show appreciate up. And, and here, listen, when you guys open your brewery, you're going to have Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. They are <laughs> opening, <laughs> <Yeah>. opening, opening <laughs> yeah. week, that podcast, yeah. all right? Definitely yes. down for that. All right, man. Thank you so much for hopping on the show. We appreciate what you're doing. And, and yes, I, I agree. This up, up, and away is one of my favorite beers that I've had tonight. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. cheers much to you, sir. It, yes. Thank cheers. You. Cheers. Hey guys, just letting everyone know that this Saturday on November 11th at 6 p.m., BTBT will be hanging with Island to Island Brewery at 642 Rogers Avenue in Brooklyn, New York for a charity fundraiser beer and art event. Swing through, have a brew with the BTBT crew and support a great cause. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so this is beer today, beer tomorrow. Uh, I don't even have my headphones, but we're back at it. Uh, we've been drinking all day. It's been a lot of fun, and we have another very special guest who's returning to the show. Actually, Tia, please introduce yourself. My name is AJ D'Amico. AJ, how you doing, man? Thanks for coming back on the show.
9: Thank you for having me back.
0: And tell us, tell us what did you what did you brew today?
9: Today I brewed a single malt, single hop. I used Red X. From Pete Shop, where we met the first time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out to Pete Trip. Yeah. Shout out to Pete yeah. Trip. Homebrews and hand Grades. Absolutely. Nassau County. Make sure you go there.
0: Long Island, yeah.
9: Long Island. Yeah, I did a Red X, which is a grain build designed for a red ale. And I used Eldorado hops in it.
0: Very nice. And what was the inspiration behind that beer?
9: Just wanted something simple, clean, nothing crazy. You got a lot of homebrews here at this festival, so want to keep it simple this time around
0: very nice very nice and now uh, obviously we, we, you know they, they just the news, uh, announced a host of winners they the people's choice winner the judges winner the beer today beer tomorrow winner it's yeah. um, <laughs> here and now who was the AJ D'Amico winner
9: actually the people's choice white really Gilt. yeah
0: the white yeah huh? that
9: was my favorite one. Belgian
2: IPA okay
9: yeah, white Belgian IPA <laughs> I think it was a good mix between the two styles was a crazy hoppy you definitely got the Belgian in it yes Definitely. Oh, the Belgian was strong. I that. Yeah. like that. But it was clean. It wasn't overdone. No, it wasn't overdone. And actually, he brewed last year a dunkel, And that was actually my favorite beer from last year's Brew for cure Festival. Oh, wow. wow. So you, yeah. 2 year AJ winner. Two for two for him. With <laughs> two two <laughs> for two. Yeah. Wow. Like, he actually, I'm trying to recruit him for the homebrew club. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I found out that he lived on the island.
0: Oh, you yeah, got to get you, him. You, you
9: got to come join us, man. <laughs> Absolutely. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that that was a good that was a good beer. Yeah, that it was, was definitely it, was, a it was
9: definitely good beer.
0: So I mean, to be fair, be the shitty be tomorrow, here's the disclaimer. So we made our way through what twenty beers, just maybe?
1: about, yeah, something
9: like yeah. that. Yeah. So we
0: haven't hit all thirty-four. Yeah. Four beers, but but we, we, neither we, have I.
1: It, we, it's a yeah. lot to get. It's for. a lot
0: yeah, to I mean, get yeah. Yeah. In, in four hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they were served. <sighs> the the judges were s- literally sitting there just getting them all. Oh yeah. We, we're you know we're. We're podcasting, we're right. bullshitting. You know, that's how the world is. Yeah, right?
2: I, th- I think they must have sipped some of them. But because, be like, fair, yeah. to
1: be fair, we I feel like we hit a good range for what we had. And, and so. We definitely did. Every beer here, is, everybody that brewed beer for this, all great beers. All, right, all to great just beers. Just everybody who came, yes, for
9: sure. Not a bad beer in the bunch. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Tell us about your home bre- brewers club.
9: My home brewers club? Well, said, we're, uh, we're uh, a yeah. Nassau-based home brew club. Yeah. yeah. Started back in 2014. We meet once a month at random bars and breweries, sometimes restaurants. We try to get to as many festivals as we can. Just try to be an open source of knowledge for people who are trying to homebrew. Okay. That's what's up. Okay. Do you
2: guys ever like, um, like collaborate or
9: yeah. uh, Every couple of months we'll do like a chop style competition. So, you know, we'll pick a style. Actually we have one coming up in a couple of weeks. Everybody had to brew a saison with a different fruit. So there's like nine different teams. Everybody brewing a saison with a different fruit.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so
9: and we judged that on the 21st at barrage. What, what
2: fruit did you choose?
9: Uh, I actually did not partake in this one.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I okay. had too
9: much going on, so I just didn't have the time to join the team. It's fair enough. And get it brewed, but
0: fair enough. Fair enough.
9: Um, that, okay. That's always a good time.
2: Okay. So so what is it? Your long-term vision? As far as as far as brewing.
9: I just I, I just enjoy brewing, man. Okay. I don't I don't have any long term plans for it, it's just I enjoy brewing, I like brew, I like beer as I brew. I yeah. love to come to the festivals. Yeah, sure. It's great for your back to hear the people on the other side of the table saying, Oh, we really liked your brew. We've had people come up and tell us we came here because your horn brew club was here.
0: Wow. wow! Yeah! Wow!
9: So to, to hear something like that as a home brewer is awesome. Yeah,
0: awesome. they're a pretty serious homebrew club as far as home. It, brew clubs it though, sounds right? like it. It sounds like it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's awesome, man. That's a, that's awesome. So I mean, um, any any events that you can you uh, can talk about that you guys got coming up, or any bre- any brews that you're currently
9: brewing that you can speak about? We don't have any events coming up. We're pretty much wrapped up for the year at this point, and then with will brew for a year. Right. Normally, last. When we started this year, we started with hops and props at the Critical Aviation Museum back in February. So, chances are, if that might be the first festival of the year for our club starting in 2018, we nice. tried to get to as many festivals as we can. Right. Especially the fundraisers. You know, yep. I met you at Peter's shop, we were right. talking about Brew for Autism. Yep. Which Pete did earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mentioned that group for a cure
0: yeah you guys do a lot of great a lot of great events a lot of great uh charitable events how big is your brew club right now
9: constant show up for our club meetings is around 30 to 40 people on average oh wow but the the facebook club page has over 200 members signed up to it
2: okay
0: oh wow yeah so so so
2: the people that show up we're talking about 30 40 people are are, are they all brewing their own yeah for the most part okay now you you and, you
9: know, every once every month or so some new people might show up, they're just starting, they haven't brewed for a while, they had to stop for some unknown reason. Sure. Trying to get back into it. So we, we open everybody with welcome arms.
0: Wonderful. So what would your advice to be to someone listening to the show and, and, and being like, you know what, I, I wanna I wanna get into home brewing. What would your advice be to that person?
9: Ask questions. What does this person do? What do you do? Do I need to have this piece of equipment right away? Don't invest in everything right away. You might right. not like the hobby. It's a time-consuming hobby. Right. You got to have a lot of patience for it. Just might not work out for you. You might
2: like drinking just like, like me. You might like drinking. Yeah, It's like drinking.
9: Exactly. <laughs> it's like
0: drinking. Right. right. You might
9: like drinking, but brewing itself might not be in your wheelhouse. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Is there anything else you want to leave our uh, our audience with? Right. Anything you want to promote? Your social medias, Instagram, anything like that?
9: No, follow the Homebrews and Hand Grenades. Follow Pete Shop, yep. the Hand Grenades Homebrew Club. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, at Grenade Brigade.
0: Nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And uh, before you go, what are you drinking?
9: I am actually drinking Lineup's new Bicoastal IPA that d- she's coming out with.
0: Is that the I-80? Yes. Okay, yes. Yes. The- I think they debuted, at, they debuted at a festival we were at here last month, right, Perry? I mean, uh, am I it? They were talking about question?
3: it for sure. I yeah, don't they know they if they had talking it, but but yeah. it
0: Awesome. All right. Yeah, well, look, dear. on that note, guys, cheers. 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 Thank you so much for hopping on the show, and Thanks thank for you for uh, having us at this event. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers, man. Cheers. And uh, beard Today, Beer Tomorrow, we are back, and we have two uh, special guests. Uh, gentlemen, please introduce yourselves.
10: Uh, Christopher Rotella, uh,
0: one of two producers. Garrett Reynes, the other of the two producers. Excellent. And uh, what did you guys bring here today?
11: So we brought um, a Belgian white IPA and a uh, nut brown porter. And you guys actually won the People's
0: Choice Award for one of those, right?
11: Yes, for the uh, Belgian white IPA.
0: Nice. And can give me the name of the Belgian white?
11: It's called White Guilt. Yes. I think it's... Probably the best, the best name.
2: Now, what was the origin of that name? <laughs> um, well, we—I
10: don't know. We always kind of just come up with the names off the top of our head, kinda usually like after drinking people. quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I, I think that's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, Steph over here, like she, she really liked your nut brown porter. I it. Yeah, we did. you we were the, one
11: the only of the person only who it. did. <laughs>
4: it was amazing. It was my favorite. <laughs> no, thank you so here much for doing yeah, that. We welcome. really appreciate yeah. it.
3: Pleasure.
0: So, uh, how long have you guys been homebrewing for? Uh,
10: We've been doing it for around three years. We started in 2014. After many years of talking about it, it just kind of
2: happened. Where do you you homebrew out of? Uh,
10: We've been doing it, honestly, mostly in my backyard. Uh, I was in Floral Park, uh, Nassau County, and just moved. Both of these beers were made in Lindenhurst, New York. Uh, Again, in my backyard, in the pouring rain. <laughs> uh,
11: yes, nice. Yes, it was raining. It started raining us about halfway through the brew day. Oh, okay. We covered uh, the mash tun with a bunch of Saran wrap and hoped for the best. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. So how does
0: it feel to uh, to be rewarded with the People's Choice Award for one of your beers?
11: Well, well, is this
2: the first award that you've won?
11: This is the first award. Actually, we were part of the brew for a Cure last year. Charlie, the first year that Charlie ran it. We lost by one vote, so it feels nice to win this year after being so close last year. It, it's really, it feels
10: really good to win the People's Choice Award, um, because we try to make beer that people will, people will drink. You know, it, it's about that aspect, connecting with people, uh, changing, you know, exchanging stories and, and experiences with them. Absolutely, no? absolutely, yeah. and
0: in some ways, I mean, not taking anything away from the judges, they're very talented, uh, very accomplished, but in some ways, you, you would prefer the people's choice. You yeah, know, you, you want to be connected yeah. with the people, and you want to be in line with what people want to drink.
11: Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to, nice to have a lot of people like our beer. I mean,
10: we're exceptionally proud that people voted for our beer, and we we're able to please people with our beer, because that's the whole purpose. You know, we make beer not just for ourselves, but for everyone else.
0: Definitely.
11: That's what's up. That's what's up.
0: So what's uh, what's next to you guys? What, what do you guys got on the horizon?
11: Um, I don't know. We we talked about a couple of different things. Talking about, we like to do um, kind of underappreciated styles. So we're talking about doing an ESB, an extra special extra special bitter, right? Um, we did one a couple of years ago when we were still doing extract brewing. We were fr- like when we were brand new at it. Um, so we've been talking about doing another one of those. Um, I have one that I've been working on that I would like to do. It's a New Zealand IPA. So we're using um, a lot of New Zealand hops because I I personally like them a lot. They have a nice, like, different flavor to them. Sure. They're they're a nice variety Uh, compared to,
1: like, a... The Northwestern styles. Exactly.
11: Yeah. It's something
10: different from a West Coast IPA where it's super resin Yeah. Uh, New Zealand- but they still have
1: a nice kick to them. Exactly. New, yeah.
10: New Zealand IPA, it's an underappreciated style.
1: I, sp- I spent some time down there, and they're, they're more like us. They like our style of flavor, mm-hmm. but they also like that it needs to be interesting and not, like, you need something to it. Exactly. And I feel like their hops complement that so well. I agree completely. Yeah. So...
2: And then uh, how do you guys do this in the winter in your backyard? Like you guys putting on gloves and, a, a and
11: heavy lot of, jackets. A lot of layers.
10: Yeah. Okay. We, we freeze a little bit. We, but we it's made worth one. It. We
11: made one in his garage <laughs> during a uh, an ice storm yeah. a couple of years ago. We ended up calling black ice. It was, yes. Uh... Oh wow. <laughs> so so right we named. adapt accordingly, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what kind of homebrew, right? That's kind of what it's about. You push the limits, push the boundaries, and you got to make it work in whatever situation you're in, right? Exactly.
2: Now let, me a- now, let me ask you, if you guys couldn't vote for yourselves, what did you like tonight or today?
11: Uh, there was one nearby, so I forget the exact, I think it was called um, Fleek News. The New England yeah. IPA, oh, that, that, really oh, yeah.
0: that was really good. That was really nice. I, yeah, I think that was probably our number two. Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah, an, it was I our mean, top
1: five, no matter how yeah. you blended our votes. Right, delicious yeah, right. beer. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to
10: agree with Garrett. That was a fantastic beer. We traded a couple bottles uh, with the guy who made it, and I feel like we made out better on that <laughs> trade. Um, but I mean, you know what, there are just so many good beers and just interesting styles that come out of nowhere. And and that's what it's about, it's just something you would never think of trying and you try it and it's amazing and it's just so different. And that's the beauty part of homebrew because there's so much less on the line than like commercial brewing. Uh, You could try something and and be like, wow, that's fantastic. And and know that you've never had it before and you might not ever have it again.
0: Right, right. Makes like, it, it makes it special. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like I, like, I like a lot of
1: the breweries that I know from back home in the They'll have like a separate small system mm-hmm. purely just to experiment with, yeah. right? And they're like, maybe they'll put it on tap, maybe they won't. It's just, can we do something that we like? And if they find something that they nail and they're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Then they can figure out how to, you know, make it large scale. But it's for them just to have fun and exactly. make something great, you know?
10: Yeah. It, just having fun is so much a big part of. Uh, of what we do as homebrewers
0: absolutely absolutely. I mean homebrewing and brewing in general is about pushing limits and pushing boundaries and that's why events like this are so great because not only can you come here and, and drink as much homebrew craft brew that, as you feel like you can drink but you're also supporting a great cause like the St. Jude's like so uh, yeah man I mean I, I, I think it was great I, I really enjoyed the your, your beers both beers you guys had Thank you. Um, I, I thought they were both very well done um, Justin, you have, you have any parting words for for our guests? I know they're trying to get out of here, trying to end this event. Love the name. <laughs> he
2: loved
9: Love the name.
0: White guilt. He loved it. Yeah, we showed uh, up, he was like, first choice, any. I want to do this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no white guilt here. <laughs> i one of the few people, one of two, you know, like one other person.
3: <laughs>
1: Perry, any parting words? It was a solid Belgium, definitely into it, and uh, looking forward to trying some more. Right. Well, thank
10: you so much for your feedback. We always appreciate that. It helps us grow as brewers. It helps us connect with the people and just make our craft that much better.
0: Excellent. And and before you go, guys, do you have any uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything like that you want to promote?
11: Um, we have our we our Facebook page, 2 Producers Brewery. Okay. Um, I think we have a Twitter as well, but that's kind of less active.
10: Yeah, and I, yeah, I mean, we're mostly uh, on Facebook, as Garrett said, Two Producers Brewery. Okay. Uh, we are on Facebook. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if we're on Instagram, to be honest with I'm you. Definitely, <laughs> I haven't done that. I
8: don't know if Kat has, I haven't. All
11: but right,
0: no, cool. Uh, well, listen, we encourage our uh, listeners to check you guys out on Facebook. Uh, really enjoyed both your brews today and really appreciate what you guys. Uh, brought today, and and congratulations. You got the People's Choice Award. That means a lot Uh, that, you know, you guys are tapping into the pulse of the people, so to speak. So, uh, cheers to that, guys. Thank you so much.
10: Thank you very much much for taking the time for
0: us. Absolutely, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers Out. Okay, this is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. We are back. We're closing out the show. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we are back at it. And, um you know we we just wanted to talk about some of the brews that we had today we uh had a bunch of uh ipas double ipas and some porters and stouts so just going to the ipas double ipas the uh flake news uh i have to say which 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 was you know that was for, for personally for me that was a toss-up i know we gave it to the peaches from the can but flake news was delicious it was uh, up there it was yeah. a New England style it was IPA up there. it
1: was quintessentially what you want from an any APA
0: absolutely 6.8% hazy golden color clean mild bitterness full mouthfeel light body and as I've said who doesn't like a full mouthfeel I mean you know it's, just, <laughs> hey. it, it's a delicious beer really enjoyed it really really enjoyed it and you know what it depends for me personally if you caught me earlier in the event and I had that first maybe I would have went with that I don't know really really good what did you guys think about it
2: Oh I liked it a lot. I I I liked it a lot. I, I think Flake, I, I I wonder like I I would like to know the inspiration for all that.
1: I thought it had the perfect level of juiciness with the right amount of hops to make it really interesting. I mean I'm a I'm a sour head more than I'm a hop head anymore. But yeah, if this was a hop event I'd have been all about that.
0: I bet you you know what though, you, you don't say who's who's brewing it. You put this in a can, you give it to one of the big breweries that are doing an events, oh. and, uh, and people will be all If, over if
1: it. I could buy that, it would already be in my apartment, no question. Yeah. Oh, it w- wow.
0: It w- no, this was delicious. This was a really, really, really nice. I think that stood out from the IPAs. There was a nightmare on Butler Street. I think it was called that. It was a um, red IPA. I actually really enjoyed that as well. I thought it was different. Not too many red IPAs here on location. Uh, It was Nightmare on Butler Place, actually. Thank you very much. Red IPA, 6.66%. Whether that's really the beer, you know, (laughs) um, ABV, or it just adds to the gimmick, I'm still down with it. It was a red IPA brewed with Centennial Cascade and Comet Hops. I enjoyed that. What did you guys think about that one?
1: I thought it was a solid red IPA. Um, Super easy drinking. It's definitely the, the flavor you want from a style like that. It had a little bit of a kick. Which I mean, if you're gonna be a red IPA, you're already playing middle ground. So you want to like define yourself somehow, and it did that. So it was definitely one of the easier drinking, but like pronounced good beers here. Fair enough, fair okay. enough. And just, uh, what'd you think? And,
2: and as for me, like I, I thought, I thought it was cool. Um, I'm not a big. I don't necessarily know what a red IPA is, but uh, I, I I thought it was a good. I thought
0: tasty. All right. All right. Fair enough. And. Um, you know, we. I think overall, just to sum up the event, I think we had a great time. This was a fantastic cause. You know, donating to, to children who need uh, help. Give me a
2: one, two, three.
0: Oh, you want a one, two, three? Okay, so one, two, three. Sh- shout out to St. Jude's because we respect what they're doing and we support what they're doing. One, two, three. That that that's interesting. So I think peaches from a can. Yeah, as peaches go, that's come we, we from no a can. On peaches come from a can. That's right. Um, and then for me, number two was Flake. Um, Flake News. I keep blanking on the name. Was yeah, that, I'd probably was that, was say
1: it? Flake was number two for me as well.
0: Flake was number two for me, and then I feel for me number three was Nightmare on Butler Place. I, I really enjoyed that Red IPA. Six point six six ABV. That's right. For and me, uh,
1: honestly, number three probably would have been the uh, the double from uh, the guy who did the the least the least. Yeah, lime IPA.
0: Okay, the lime IPA
1: that we interviewed earlier. I think that was actually really oh, okay. nice. Okay, all right, all right. right. I, I, just the balance was really solid.
0: That's fair. That's fair. And and Justin, do you have a number three?
2: So so um, I like peaches. Number one, uh, flake IPA. I'll go with two. My third is gonna be that poison berry. Uh, who who, who did that poison
4: berry?
0: Okay, the poison berry. That, that that okay. I got the stats on your boys and Mary. Oh, she's got yeah. the stats. The Official. Stats. Boldly. Official. We are holding. I remember the boys and Mary. I remember uh, it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of good beers here too. We, we
2: did have a lot of good beers today. Um, I, I I liked the taste of that and, and it, blew, it came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, that For was me, a, it was
2: like it was something that I didn't think that I would like. It was
1: a nice fruit beer that wasn't overly fruity.
2: Yeah. It is from uh, Envivacqua. And uh, Cubberly. Boys in the Hood. Like, yo, I'm a rap guy, you know, NWA, Boys in the Hood. There you go. There you go. I wasn't salty. She was in the Boys in the Hood. That's a common line. I know this rap shit. Trust me. Trust me.
0: And and I'll say, you know what? Honorable Mention, (laughs) even though I didn't think as a sour it necessarily excelled, but just... As a beer that I think that could get non-craft people interested in craft beer, Wanderer Number 7, that it was very heavy on the pineapple. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I don't know, you know, as a sour billing it, I don't know about that, but I think that's, that's a type of style that can get a lot of people that aren't into the craft scene into craft beer because it was so juicy, fruity, and sweet that it was very easy drinking, especially in a hot summer day. Absolutely. And, um... Our, spe- our very special guest. Do you have Do you have any uh, parting words and any favorites that you want to talk about? I do. Yeah.
4: Apparently, I was the only person to vote for the beer that I liked the best. <laughs> uh, in fact, my tasting notes here very specific. Um, as a newbie to the beer appreciation community, I uh, was just sure. a heart symbol, um, which means I really liked it. Um, I think the heart symbol is just universally understood as like, this is a great beer that I really love. It's Beer Moji. It's Beer Moji. Um, It was uh, the the porter from the two producers, was the name of the brewing company, Um, 5% ABV. Their description was a nut porter with notes of roasted malts. Not too specific. I really loved it because it... um, it wasn't sweet. It wasn't bitter. It was deep and complex without being overwhelming. It was very drinkable. It was uh, a beer that, like, you could drink more than a few sips. You could have sure. it with a meal. You could have it on its own um, after a shot of bourbon. It just it was. A, it just was delicious. I mean, it had a great mouthfeel too. I don't know the proper cool. terminology for describing the mouthfeel, but it was just for me an exceptional beer. It was the best in show.
0: Okay. Excellent. And and that was from the brewer and who didn't win for that beer, but their other beer they won the people's choice. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I like that beer. Mm-hmm. I did a good chance to try that beer, and I thought it was very well done. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So guys, I mean another another successful event. Yes. Um. You know, we were here in Brooklyn at the Well. Uh. We got yes. a couple of events coming up for you guys next week. We're going to be way the fuck out in Brooklyn, Rogers Avenue, I think. Island to Island Brewery, a Caribbean. Oh a Caribbean themed uh, inspired brewery Which is very interesting Smoothies too, right? They got smoothies and kombucha so are, we're gonna are we going to
2: review some smoothies?
0: We're going to review all kinds of shit there
2: Fuck it yeah, I'll, do, man. I'll review a smoothie
0: Absolutely I, did, I
2: don't even like smoothies like that I think they sold But I,
0: Hey. They got the kombucha They got that beer They got Caribbean stuff. Maybe,
2: maybe style. we can find some boozy smoothies yeah,
1: We'll find let's some boozy with.
0: smoothies and then, and then after that We got the uh, Puerto Rican Hurricane Relief Pop up sample sale in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Absurd Conclave. All uh, right. Juice Garden BK. Beer today, beer tomorrow. Host of the sponsors. We're going to fucking get a live in that event as well. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good times, man. We got a lot of events coming up for everyone. We got a lot of good stuff coming up. And, and today was a great event, man. I mean, Justin, any part in words? Thank you for having me,
2: Pete. Thank you for uh, to the well. For for having this event because this event was great. Oh it's yeah. a great way to spend a Saturday uh, for a good cause. Home brewers, like I mean, I mean, these are just people that are that are not necessarily trying to get money. As you've heard on this episode, they're just people that, that have jobs that are just trying to. They just love beer, so right. That that's that's really fucking cool to me.
0: Um, and and and. Yeah, like,
2: like I'm just very thankful.
0: Hi, man. Thank you for uh, coming through, BTBT BT crew and full effect. Perry, absolutely. Any parting words, man?
1: I just want to say, like, yeah. Generally speaking, there was a lot of great stuff going on here. It's this is kind of like the, uh, you know, the minor leagues in a way. But what we had here, there was a lot of great stuff. Sure. So it's this is kind of like the next level. This is the next. This is the next. I don't know wave of brewers in New York so yeah it's really great to see the amount of interest and amazing stuff coming out so that that can only make you happier if you're looking to drink good beer in New York
0: absolutely and this is where a lot of the guys that are prospering right now a lot of the, a lot of the places this is where they started so absolutely I agree with that and our very special guest do you have any parting words for our audience
4: yeah this has been a great event it's been my first homebrewing event um, let alone a contest uh, which really adds an element of fun to it. Um, and it was clear that it was a friendly competition and a really a collaborative community. Um, and I really look forward to learning more about home brewing. This has piqued my interest, and uh, absolutely. I'll, it's the first of many events for me., nice. so so we'll see you here next year. Absolutely.
2: absolutely. Like, like, I mean, but, but like you know like like porn be brewing. Okay. Yeah. okay
0: so, so, so Steph you, beer next year. Steph beer next year. And you know, <laughs> you know what I think needs to happen next year. <laughs> I think we need to have a beer today, a beer tomorrow, beer entry Woo. that we all brew yes. together. Yes. Um, you know, it, it is going to be the tartest beer. <laughs> so, so gonna, go, we should go to
1: uh, the the sponsor just pick a day, right? Pick, yeah. Look, yeah.
0: we should we should bring two beers. We should bring one super tart and one just just hop like a pallet wrecker, <laughs> hop heavy beer. And you know what?
1: I, yes. They're going to both win. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> and on that note, beer today Beer tomorrow. We're bringing you doses of dopeness every time we're on air. Uh, we appreciate the support. We thank you guys for listening. And if you guys have uh, uh, contributed to any of these great events, like St. Jude's, uh, we really appreciate that. Um, thanks so much. All we can say is keep listening. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing. And uh, cheers, guys. Beer today.
2: Beer tomorrow. All
0: day, every day. Queens to Pittsburgh, baby.
2: There we go. Cheers. There we go Cheers Brooklyn too
0: it's, Brooklyn. In there. it's in there It's in there It's in there it's in Go Steelers Queens old day baby Queens old day <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's show We really appreciate it We had a great time drinking really good beer And supporting a fantastic cause Big major shout out to all the homebrewers Who really came with some fantastic beers today It was such a great cause Such a great event We had a really good time Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to follow The Craft Beer Odyssey on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We really do appreciate all the support. And every like, follow, comment, and subscription means a lot to us. So thank you. We'll be back next week with another dose of dopeness. Until next time, no matter where you are in the world, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. Cheers.